Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 22, Moon of the Wolf and Day of the Samurai. Hi, chums. It's, uh, ugh, this is, this is an interesting week. Uh-huh. So I, I may have mentioned this before, but Matt and I, early on in our, in our podcast review career, mm-hmm. uh, had some trouble with disagreeing. Primarily, uh, Matt, who is, who is bred as a Canadian to be polite and also has some anxiety issues, did not want to get in an argument with me if he disagreed with me. But I think we're beyond that now. Am I, am I right about that? No. Oh, I crack. disagree. Oh, no. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got an episode about a werewolf, and mm-hmm. uh, boy, did I hate it. And I think, <laughs> you I think sure we're at a did. place now where, where we, can, we can have that discussion. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy about that. See, but while you, you have well-thought-out arguments, mine is just, Batman fought a werewolf! Yeah, I get it. And my argument is not just I hate werewolves, because that wouldn't be interesting. But you do hate werewolves. I mean, if I saw a werewolf story I liked, I wouldn't. I'm open to it. I just haven't yet. But most of the time, you're just like, bah, werewolves. Uh, I like Angua. There you go. There's one werewolf. That's a good werewolf. Yep. All right. Why don't I just uh, get into it and tell you what happens in Moon of the Wolf? Oh, boy. The zookeeper at Gotham Zoo is out walking his dog, which already raises so many questions, but we don't really have time for tangents today because there's a werewolf on the loose. Not a dream, not a hoax, not making up a more interesting to him story because we found a particular TNG episode boring. No, this is an actual werewolf, or possibly a wolfman. Who can say? More importantly, who can care? Batman intervenes with some truly classic bat banter, and here's my quote to give you a sample of that. Masquerade party's over, Harry. But the thing gets away because it's not the third act yet, obviously. Batman then consults with Commissioner Gordon, telling him that he thinks the victim worked for the zoo since his uniform had the word zoo printed right on it. World's greatest detective. Gordon promises to put his Batman helpingest cop on the case, and that cop is apparently Harvey Bullock. Okay, then then we cut to the zoo. You can tell it's the zoo because it says zoo on the sign outside and discover that our werewolf is, in fact, Anthony Romulus. Hey, like those two brothers who founded Rome. You know, the ones who were raised by wolves. Do you get it? Do you get it? Romulus is an Olympic-level athlete, except the Olympics are fiercely protective of their intellectual property, so they have to say he competes in the Autumn Games, which sounds like a euphemism, but but it's really only a euphemism for WB was too cheap to pay for the rights to use the name Olympics. And if you think I'm kidding about this, look up the nonprofit gifted child program that's now known as Odyssey of the Mind. Any woo, it turns out Romulus was turned into a werewolf by none other than Milo, the Mo Howard haircutted mad scientist last seen stealing Selena Kyle's cat and later to be seen helping create Doomsday over on JLU. Milo spends a literally a third of this 22-minute episode giving us the rich backstory of how he turned Romulus into a werewolf with a whole lot of, as you know, and, and then I told you this, don't you remember? And that's when you swore revenge. It's pretty terrible on a number of levels. The upshot is that Milo injected Romulus with wolf DNA to make him a better Autumn Games-level athlete. So now he turns into a wolf when the moon is full, which, what? 
I get that that's the deal for werewolves brought about by magic or curses or whatever, but this is a science werewolf. How is the moon involved in this transaction in any meaningful way? Whereas, on the other hand, speaking of people who should be more involved, remember Batman? The episode finally does and sends him to Romulus's house to pick up a check for charity for some reason? <laughs> then he's knocked unconscious for a while, and by a while I mean half the episode. Then he wakes up and fights a werewolf. Then the werewolf is struck by lightning. It's all pretty dumb, and it kind of made me make up, want to make up an alternate summary where Jordy's nervous system is linked to a mysterious new alien. <laughs> and I had to dig up which one you, you made that summary for so I could Ooh, do the God. actual. Yeah. It was called Transfigurations, and even now I don't remember what it was, is and I just one, looked it up. That's the one where Jordy turns into like a weird glowy nope. guy? Nope, that was a different one. Huh. This is the one right before Best of Both Worlds, so it was so throwaway because they had like their big epic thing happening. So it was sure. it was the most forgettable thing imaginable. Well, I mean, that does sound like a Jordy episode. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. <laughs> Poor Jordy. But, mm-hmm. Jordy. No. <laughs> no, you go to prison. <laughs> so putting aside uh-huh. the fact that once again, robots versus monsters, and I got I got my robot fix recently. Sure. So did did you actually like this episode? I thought this episode was a lot of fun. Really? There are there are definite flaws in this one. Okay. Like, it's ugly as shit just as a start. I was going to say, because I know this is your jam, but but moving beyond that, mm-hmm. it's got some issues. It's got some bad storytelling. It's mm-hmm. got some bad animation. It's got, here's a thing we really disagree on. This is my bad thing. Mm-hmm. The music in this might be the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, my God. I love the music in this so much. I have been alive 45 years. I watched the entirety of Star Trek Enterprise. This might be worse. Oh, wow. <laughs> Weedly wow. Yeah, it was awesome. Meow, meow, meow. Like I was watching an episode of Airwolf. Just no, it's terrible. Werewolf. Werewolf. Yes, I got it. Ugh. <laughs> just, just terrible. Also, Airwolf had a good theme song. I, that was a, that, I mean, like Remington Steel or like one of those... Shows that I thought was boring when I was a kid, those action shows for grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, McGarnagle. There you go. <laughs> no, it was... Tim like, is dead. You and I completely, fundamentally disagree anytime the music changes. Like, yeah, when apparently. I love it, you hate it, and vice versa. But, yeah, they went with the squeedly guitar for the werewolf, and it was... Uh, oh, boy. That's how you know the werewolf's there, the squeedly guitar. It's like a metal video, except without any good music. Yeah, I kind of love it. Okay. I The I, fact that we, like, it's always the music now. Like, Yeah. Like, no, and I'm, f- at, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm super interested in this, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. there's no need to call each other names. Just like, <laughs> I don't know. I like this. Yeah. And I don't like this. Okay. But I think I think base level, we agree on the, the, the score, right? Like, the... Oh yeah, the normal score. The it's actual just, score for the show is good. Yeah, but when when they get experimental, like when they went percussive in that one Joker episode, mm-hmm. I loved it and you hated it. And when they did this, you loved it and I hated it. So well, that's interesting. That's the thing. It's like first of all, whenever they get off of that, it's always noticeable. You know? Yeah, very much so. And it's always like something so noticeable that we have we both we have strong a strong about opinion it. about it. That's true. Which so, is I mean, good. I mean, yeah. For a children's cartoon that pumps out 65 episodes in a season, Mm -hmm. the fact that they didn't just use the same 10 canned music cues, that they would come up with entirely new music for, like, unique episodes is Mm -hmm. so cool. It'll be the easiest thing in the world. Like, we've got the Batman music, just fucking play it. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, you and I know from reviewing the Star Trek animated series, Filmation had, I think, 10 minutes, no, no, five minutes maybe of mm-hmm. music cues that they used throughout all like 30 of their half hour episodes. It was, yep. it was excruciating. Put more You'd dick the... bat screeches in there. Well, those, I mean, also sound effects, but mm-hmm. but I'm talking about the music. And, like, you'd hear the same cue three or four times in the same episode. Oh, yeah. It was awful. Mm-hmm. But here, like, I doubt we'll hear this guitar again. I can't imagine, unless we have another werewolf episode. I, I, if we do, I think it's an unrelated werewolf. Mm. Oh, Who my gets God. his own music. Two werewolves? I mean, we basically got werecats last week. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's just Batman going, I can't believe that this is a werewolf. Really? Because you just met a werecat. Yeah, and we were talking about this, and it's like, okay, to us it was last week, but the show aired daily, so for mm. him that was yesterday. <laughs> He's still picking cat hairs out of his cowl. I just got back from Cat Island, and I have to fight this werewolf who's definitely not real. No, and he spends the first part of the episode talking about a guy in a wolf mask. Mm-hmm. This might be prime stupid Batman. It's pretty stupid Batman. Like, there's there's no detectiving, and in fact, like, uh, he has very little agency, which is kind of your bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, the way this episode ends is <laughs> Batman, Batman finds a bobby pin that just happened to be laying around to help him escape oh, from boy. the werewolf. Yeah, that, like, they took his utility belt. They made a point of taking it, so, like, he had to f- just happen to find something on the ground to help him escape. Mm-hmm. Then he climbs up a ladder that just happens to be there, and then the werewolf gets struck by lightning that just happens to be there. Yeah, like, no, I I wasn't making that up. Listen, I don't want to judge or anything, but couldn't we have, oh, I don't know, Batman solving the problem in this Batman cartoon? Yeah. No, he you know? does He he does literally disappear for almost half the episode. Yeah. And well, then we're going to have he... the weird extended flashback. That's such. A, it was such a bad way to tell it. It's weird, too, because, like, the, like... It felt like an old EC horror comic. Yeah, but in those, comics read differently. That, like, you need to pace things differently for mm-hmm. television. It doesn't, Well, yeah, it can't, like, this, the flashback can't take half the episode, for one thing. And you're less likely to buy, I don't know, maybe it's just because I was a kid when I read those comics and mm-hmm. it seemed okay. And maybe it's stupid there, too. But just a character telling you everything you already know about your own backstory. Mm-hmm. It's just... I- that's so sloppy. I've definitely read read stuff like that before. Where it's like you remember, don't you, when you yeah. made the fatal mistake of trying to be a better athlete through wolf pee. Uh huh. Don't drink it. You inject it. It made you better and stronger for a while, but it wasn't enough, was it, Romulus? No, no. You needed more. <laughs> You or your brother Remus. Now you're a wolf staring at your ex-girlfriend that you can't see anymore because you're a wolf, and wolves eat girlfriends. Wait, what? That's the stunning twist to this horrible tale from the crypt. Mm. You ate your own girlfriend, you dick. (laughs) Why don't you fuck off? We did get the return of Milo, who... I, like I said, I know comes back in Justice League, but I was very surprised that he's back already. Yeah, I was not expecting this. I figured we weren't going to see him again until till Justice League. And here yeah. he is with his, uh, with his great haircut mm-hmm. and his super unique voice that I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought he was Rob Paulson, and maybe he was last time, but he's a different guy this time. I don't time. think he was this time. I definitely no. looked it up, and it wasn't anyone I was familiar with. Uh, it was someone I was familiar with, but it wasn't Rob Paulson. It was, mm. it was very unusual to me. Um, 
Also, uh, since we're talking about the voices, uh, Romulus voiced by the same guy who did the uh, casino owner last week. Yes. Which was odd. Mm-hmm. Strange choice. Hey, you're around. You want to play a werewolf, too? I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, uh, Hamner. Mm-hmm. Who who was Hamner? I've the, already forgotten. The Crooked Zoo employee. Right. Was voiced by Peter Scolari, who you will only know from the show Bosom Buddies. He's the guy who wasn't Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's that's how he will be known for the rest of his life. It doesn't matter if he, he you know, does donates billions to charity mm-hmm. or whatever. He's just going to be the guy who isn't Tom Hanks. Peter Scolari brothers. I gave him the chair. Ah, of course. <laughs> who can resist a Ghostbusters 2 reference? Well, me for start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am just looking up Milo now, and he is voiced by... Uh, Treat Williams. And I remember that name because it's such a weird name. That's a weird name. Treat. I must know that from somewhere, but I cannot remember. Ah, right. He was the villain in uh, Billy Zane's Phantom movie. Okay, that makes sense. Among among other things, but like, that's how I know him best. A delicious Treat Williams. Mm. No, the delicious treat in the Phantom movie was Billy Zane. Mm. Have you you seen the Phantom? Not in a long time. He's, uh, He's a very, very handsome man. Ah, one of those. Is, is all I'm saying. He's got that uh, mid-90s Brendan Fraser thing going. Ah, yeah, okay. That like, makes sense. He, he and Brendan Fraser in, in The Mummy, which I guess was late 90s, but same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, th- very similar look, because like that, that, they take to the 30s look very well. And, mm. uh, just got to think about that for a minute. Uh, he was the one that okay. slammed evil, right? Uh, I don't know. I remember what you're talking about, but I've also kind of blocked it out. So I, I don't blame you. Got a weird brain feedback loop happening right now. I've seen the Phantom. I did not like the Phantom. Oh, I did. Ugh. You might not have as a kid. I bet you would now. Well, I don't like the Phantom just as a concept, honestly. No, but it was a good sort of throwaway pulp movie. Mm. Like right. the the Phantom and the Shadow came out around the same time. The Shadow was garbage. Yeah. No, there Phantom was a bunch was... of those at the same time. Phantom was fun. Like it was a very fun pulp movie. Mm. Anyway, speaking of pulp, Batman fighting a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, what did you find for a good thing? Uh, this is the Harvey Bullock that I actually am here for. Um, this is, so Gordon sends Bullock to investigate the wolf mugging case, which it's uh-huh. Gotham. I feel like we could probably do better, but, uh, I Bullock, guess Montoya is not a detective yet, so. No, but uh, we get to see Bullock actually like do some investigating. Mm, like, no, what we see is Bullock doing some intimidating. I mean, that's also true. But, like, he he never falls down or eats a donut or anything. Like, this is the Bullock I actually want to see. Is like, yeah, the no, bent he's... cop who, but, like, who's actually doing something. Yeah, and he's definitely using Batman tactics here. Mm-hmm. He's, he's already jumped to the conclusion that this guy's guilty and is physically threatening him. He's going to feed and... him to his mouth-breathing wolves. <laughs> Those wolves, their mouths don't close. They're like Lieutenant Ash Tyler. It's, it's like terrible. They, it's like they went to draw the wolves, and then they're like, well, we already have a wolf head. Just paste that on. <sighs> <gasps> mm-hmm. Frank Welker got a lot of work this week. As well he should. Yes, as Welker he should. <laughs> but also, at the end of the episode, we have uh, Batman and the werewolf fighting on top of a building, and Bullock shows up with a bunch of cops and's like, all right, let's let's uh, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, they're going to shoot the werewolf, and they're, uh, he's like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Batman's the guy to handle this kind of stuff. That's what he's always telling me, so uh, let's let him handle it. He specifically said last week to me, I have to fight all the werewolves, Bullock. Uh-huh. I mean, I 
definitely think they had a conversation where it's like, look, when the weird, like when the when the traditional criminals come, you take care of them. When the weird shit happens, that's my job. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. The problem there was I was right in the middle of arresting Dracula, and he let me. He took my collar. Son mm-hmm. of a bitch. He took my collar too. It was a very high collar. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you get back in. Get back in the police car. Bleh. Are I there want any to talk vampires to, in this? I want to talk to my lawyer, the mummy. <laughs> hey guys, it's me, Larry Trainer. <laughs> I, I have some real problems with uh, with my life right now. <laughs> I love Gary, Larry, the sad gay mummy. He's yep. my favorite. He's the best one. They're all my favorite. Everything else is trash. Uh huh. Um. My good thing, I guess there was a cute dog at the beginning. I, I, I got I got nothing. <laughs> that dog was very well animated. And then uh, the werewolf threw him in a bush. Yeah, I mean, we're never going to be on that werewolf side now. Like, there there are yeah. sympathetic monster stories, and then there's monsters that hurt dogs. But I'm also not going to be on the, guys, on the guy's side, because the dog was clearly trying to take a pee, and he just dragged him away. That's really yeah, mean the dog's to ab- do to dogs. About to lift his leg, and he's like, come on! Like, yeah. dude... Come on, man. You're taking the dog for a walk, not a drag, you asshole. Yep. Also, like I said in my summary, it's the zoo guy walking. Like, he's at work. Mm-hmm. It's not a guard dog. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, is this the, do- is this the zoo's dog? Th- yeah, exactly. There's so many questions there. Like, shouldn't he be out walking the giraffes or something? I don't know. I would also like to see that. That would be a very long leash. Uh-huh. I don't know. It could be at the bottom of its neck. I suppose that's true. It'd still be pretty long. Dra- giraffes are very tall. That's true. But most of it's neck. I don't know if you knew that. Mm. Some of it's neck. Dress. There's there's yeah. also some leg in there. Yeah, that's true. It's like, like it'd a... be a horse if it was like if it didn't have so much leg and neck. Mm. I mean, you'd be a horse if you had a horse's body. I mean, that's true. Uh some kind of scientist over here. Uh-huh. Um, I could make a potion to turn you into a werewolf, I guess. <laughs> that's what scientists do. <laughs> a lot of potions in this one. What? No, just potions. Like, they keep uh, using potions in this. I, I mean, they drink them out of a test tube, but they're still clearly a potion. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? Let's there's see. some oh, bad animation in this one. There is some bad animation in this. There's though. there's a there's a shot they do a few times of Bullock, like, chewing on his toothpick, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, it looks grotesque and not in a way that makes Bullock more hateable, just in a badly animated way. Oh, there's just a long, lingering shot of him just like, Just can't get this piece of beef out of my tooth. <laughs> I had a steak for lunch and I just wedged it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I was you were going to say something. Oh, else. there's a very Silver Age Batman thing in this episode that I really Oh, where he like. picks up the check? Yeah. So, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so Romulus puts out this, this thing where it's like, I'm going to donate a, a huge amount of money to charity, but I'll only give it to Batman. Oh, no, he says, I'll donate this much, but I'll donate twice as much if Batman comes for it. And Batman's just like, well... Twice as much, like $2 million is more than $1 million, I guess I'll go. I mean, the Joker broke out out of Arkham again, but yeah, I'll come pick up your check for you, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's what I do. And it's, like, it's so... It's so, like, Silver Age Batman, and I kind of love seeing it. (laughs) Except, it's a Silver Age Batman situation that is handled by this for, like they didn't they didn't violate the character because he's annoyed no. yeah he's just like, he's uh, like uh, can we get this over can you just write the check can so i, I can go please? Now, please sure can i make We're... this out to batman or <laughs> no it's for charity just write cash 
It's fine. There's a place down in Crime Alley that'll cash it for me. <laughs> Weirdly, the most reputable place in town, despite all that. Just Batman no, I, at the fucking... Do you have $2 million that I can have? Uh, do you have three forms of ID? Uh, okay. Well, I've got the Bat credit card, I guess. Uh-huh. That'll do. Here's my see, Bat like, passport. See, like, Adam West would have been like, thank you, citizen. Uh-huh. It's important to... Uh, it's important to donate to charity. It's <laughs> pretty good, Adam West. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the trick is to act like you're just a little drunk. <laughs> thank you, citizen. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? Well, I have to stop the Riddler. You diabolical fiend. Catwoman. What a way to go, go. Ugh. Yep. All right. What else? Anything? I think that's everything I got. Me too. Uh, I've already done my quote. Yep. So we we can move on to one that I should have hated and didn't. Yeah. Day, Day of, of the Samurai. Samurai. So Please, it, Matt, tell us. Sorry, so, I cut you off while you were telling us. In Japan, a young woman is trained to be the best around when she is kidnapped by a ninja. Excuse me, that's the ninja. Spe- specifically, and excuse me for my pronunciation on everybody's name in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, Kyo- Kyodai Ken from Night of the Ninja. And not some common asshole ninja from a random issue of Daredevil. The young woman in question is Kyrie. I think so. Kyrie, and she is Kyrie. I think. And she is the pupil of Yoru, the martial arts master who trained Bruce Wayne. If anyone can help me, Yoru thinks it's this rich asshole who knows Batman. (laughs) Bruce and his friend Alfred arrive in Japan, and Yoru tells Bruce the story of Paimei's five pointed palm exploding heart technique. Moves so deadly that its creator buried it under a volcano so that no one could ever use it. My wife rather intelligently asked why, if the move was so deadly that the guy didn't just set it on fire, but she doesn't understand the importance of maybe needing to explode an enemy's heart later. You know, like in an emergency, or for a party. Batman takes the map to the location of the volcano and meets with a ninja, who cleverly escapes by throwing Kyrie off the, off the roof like a common dickhole. Also, he absconds with the map and heads to the volcano. Batman follows, but gets there late, discovering that most of the scroll on the te- most of the scroll the technique is on has been destroyed, except for the one part that tells you exactly how to explode a heart. Well, that's lucky. So then Batman and the ninja meet at the volcano again after the ninja kidnaps Alfred in his Tennessee Williams suit. Then they fight for a while before the ninja kills himself via volcano, which feels like a cop out. Was his revenge complete? Whatever. This episode does not end with Batman reciting a poem, and thank God for that. <laughs> Oh, it, in honor of us being in Japan, I've written a haiku. Oh, please don't, sir. <laughs> Batman in the rain. Mm-hmm. Snow on Mount Fuji. Smoke bomb in volcano. Why? The Joker <laughs> escaped again. Oh, that actually does work. <laughs> You're holding up fingers right now, aren't you? Of course you? I am. That's how you write a haiku. I know. We all do that. <laughs> I have never seen like the sort of traditional Japanese, like you know the 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 soothing setting with like the garden and the mm. tea and the the flute music and someone elegantly composing a haiku and counting the syllables on their fingers. But they definitely should do that. Oh, absolutely! I, in high school, I was famous for banging out haiku, haikus for English projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're once you get into that zone, mm-hmm. they're easy and fun. Also. Uh, I have yet to find, like, back when Twitter only allowed 140 characters, if you composed all your tweets as haiku, they would never, like, they would never grow over. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect. Yeah. It was a perfect form for, like, tweets. Mm-hmm. Now you can do two because they extended it, but, you know. Um. So, yeah, this one was good. It, it's a little weird, just like with the Milo thing, like, 
it's not bad that this character's back, but it's weird that he's back so soon. Yeah, they got, like, I guess this guy, like, I didn't check to see if the same guy wrote the sequel, but it wouldn't surprise me. And it really just sort of felt like he had, like, a story to tell, you know? Which is like, yeah. I want to, I want to... I want to do this. I want to do like some like I want to first we introduce him in the first one. Yeah. And then like the because, yeah, in the sequel, you go to where the person's from. Mm -hmm. Like you you really get into the culture and all that stuff. So that makes sense. This felt the most to me like a Frank Miller or a uh, or Chris Claremont's Wolverine uh, Mm -hmm. miniseries from the 80s. Right. Um, Which was the time for your ninja stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And this is early 90s. So people are still like. Like, it's not tired yet. It's still mm. pretty influential, I would imagine. Yeah. No, trust me. People were still into that stuff in the early 90s. That's when I was in karate sl- class. I mean, I took karate class for two weeks, but yeah. I took everything for two weeks, so that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really get into the like the, the culture stuff, and it, it's hard for me to say as a white dude if they get it right. It feels right, but also I'm exactly the wrong person to, like, I don't know. But, well, like, yeah. Go ahead. That's sort of my good thing. Like, yeah. this episode uses actual... Japanese, as far as I know. Yeah, all the characters in Japan who have no reason to speak English don't speak English, which is great. And, like, the episode uses subtitles, which I thought was really impressive for, like, a 90s kid show. Yeah. Also... Yeah, you you made the joke when we were watching, like, Mom, there's subtitles. Can you read them to me, please? Come in and read them to me. Which, you were 10 when this show came out. Come on. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, This is actually... um, I used to... When I was watching Batman 66 as a very little kid... Mm Mm-hmm. When the fight scene started, I would yell for my mom to come in and read the... Uh, the pow, the, bam. Exactly. <laughs> She'd just be like, pow, biff, bam. Mm. Can, can I go back to what I was doing, please? Zort. <laughs> Zort. That's what it says, Matthew. Can I please leave uh-huh. now? <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, it's also... Kevin Conroy's also got really, again, as far as I know, really good pronunciation. Like, he has to, he does a couple He's of... He's definitely trying. too. Like his his accent might be terrible. Who knows? We can't we yeah. can't say. But it sounds like he's trying. It sounds it's, like he's he's not just half assing it. He is giving it his his best effort, yeah. and I appreciate it. There's a moment where he's talking to Alfred in the Batman voice. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know Alfred, and then he picks up the phone to talk to Sensei, and he switches to yep. both the Bruce voice and his Japanese at the same time. Konnichiwa, like, Sensei. Yeah. So he's like uh, Alfred. I don't know. Domo arigato. <laughs> he's like, wow, what the fuck. <laughs> He changed two things. It was it gave me whiplash. <laughs> but no, he's it, like the the efforts they go to to like uh, be faithful and to be respectful. Like yeah, again, maybe they didn't, but it feels like they did. It definitely yeah. feels like they put in more effort than any other cartoon at the time. Yeah, like it's so easy to 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 get this wrong and have it be just blatantly offensive. Well, there's like there's a there's a Transformers episode where they go to Japan and it's it's not bad. Yeah. But uh, at one point, uh, the the scientist, uh, you know, who's got the lab coat and the glasses, mm. of course, and calls Optimus Prime like Autobato son or something <laughs> like that. It's, it's a little lazy. Yeah. But, well, and a lot like, of them are like that. Every once in a while, like Ninja Turtles would try to do this where it's like, yeah, oh, no, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some of the traditional Japanese stuff. And they always fucked it up. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They fucked up a I, lot of things. That show wasn't very good. I feel like. They probably tried, like, just, uh, uh, I hate dropping this every time it comes up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but the fact that David Wise, my good great friend who Uh recently passed away, David Wise, no, I know that he was huge into Japanese culture, I I think he lived there for a while, but Mm. he's huge into that stuff, and I bet he wrote some decent stuff for Ninja Turtles, and I bet the the network said, like, uh, no, kids aren't going to get that. Yeah. Just make it more racist. 
Mm-hmm. They'll understand that because mm. that that's all they've ever seen. So let's not ever change it. Whereas yeah. this one is like, fuck that. He's going to another country. Let's make it another country. And also, far as I could tell, like the cast was all played by like Asian yes. actors. Like yes, which again, like easiest thing in the world, just hire a white guy to do it. Mm-hmm. No, they're they they've always been good at that. Yeah, like. That's that's the thing I give this show credit for, that a lot of, like, as recently as a couple of years ago, BoJack Horseman was like, oh, we shouldn't cast Alison Brie as our Vietnamese-American mm. character. Whoops. Yeah. Like, it's it's a lesson that voice people are still learning. Mm-hmm. But, you know. No, it was very good. And uh, often I'm bored by this kind of story just because I've seen so many bad versions of it. Yeah, you are not this, wrong. This was an excellent version, so I liked it. And I love Kyodai. I love how over the top he is, he might be the, like, even including guys like the Joker, mm-hmm. might be the biggest drama queen oh, yeah. in Batman's life. Everything he, he does is so dialed up and, and dramatic. Mm-hmm. I love it. And again, like, just so we're clear, this guy's entire origin story is that he stole a sword. Yep. And he's mad and, at Bruce Wayne because Bruce caught him. Yep. That's it. How dare you call me a thief? Well, I caught you stealing a thing. I, yes, but... <laughs> That's not what this is about at all. You're literally wearing a Beagle Boys mask. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, at the beginning, he leaves a note mm-hmm. by bringing, a, like, a, a ransom note by uh, bringing this fancy, ornate scroll mm-hmm. and pinning it to the wall with a throwing star. Like, I, you, you can't just write a note. Come on. And, like, we never see it, but I can, I can guarantee it's just fucking, like, letters pasted out of a magazine. Yeah, probably. But then, like, but, like, he rolls it up in, like, an ornate scroll that's from on paper that's, like, 200 years old. Yeah, and he probably practiced the move where he got the scroll delicately balanced on the end of the star so mm-hmm. it would stick into the wall just so. And... Yeah. Like, respect to the guy. Like, he, in in the last, like, the, the final thing where we he might be dead, he might not be, you know, comic book, probably not. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, he throws a smoke bomb in a volcano. Yep. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. But I really respect that. I really like how over the top he is. He's he gives Batman the "We're not so different, you and I" speech. Yep, it's very good. No, we're pretty different, actually. It doesn't feel cliched. It feels like this guy's kind of a poser. He, yeah, I get, I get a real Kylo Ren vibe from him. Oh yeah, which I love. Kylo Ken. <laughs> also, this, this dude's watched I, a lot of ninja movies. Uh, yeah, exactly. I will never not be amused by the fact that Ken is apparently just a Japanese name because mm-hmm. it's such a bland white guy name yeah. also. Barbie's boyfriend. It's it's a simple like series of sounds and there's only so many sounds we can make. So of course it's it's going to occur in another language, but mm. it's still funny to me. <laughs> it's, it's a Japanese guy named Bob. It's, just, it's weird, you know. It's Robert. <laughs> no, but Ken is not short for Kenneth, it's just Ken. No, just Ken. Hi, I'm Ken. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Ken. <laughs> uh, my good thing. Yes. So, and there's actually, there's, there's, a, there's a bad side of this, but generally speaking, I like the idea that, uh, Bruce says this to um, uh, Alfred. He says, like, uh, fighting styles are like fingerprints. Like, as soon as I throw a punch, he's going to know that I, I'm Bruce Wayne because mm-hmm. we train to fight together and he knows my style. And I think that's cool. I like the idea that there's no way he could hide that. But mm-hmm. the previous episode made kind of a point of him 
pretending not to be Batman? It, I know you you had mentioned that Summer Gleason was in the scene, but I thought there was more to it than that. I I remember him not being able to actually fight him because Summer was there and he had to do his whole like, oh, I'm Bruce Wayne. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, like, but when she's in the carpet, then he turns into Batman. Like he puts the Batman suit on. Yeah. Instead of just continuing to fight as Bruce. Yeah, I don't remember. I think. But, Maybe I'm remembering wrong. But either way, it feels weird like that it came up here. I like the idea. I could definitely see him realizing between episodes, just like, wait, that was fucking Batman that whole wait time. Wait a minute. He threw a left, and then he threw a right, and then he kicked me here, and he tried to do this. Oh, man. That's the same guy. I fucking knew it. Well, because we also mm-hmm. have in this episode, like, his sensei, like, hints that he also knows that he's Batman because he's seen him, like... Well, there's definitely people who knew Bruce when he was younger mm-hmm. that have figured it out, like yeah. uh, Leslie Tompkins also. It's like, gee, you went off to go travel the world on like training adventures. You come back to Gotham, and two weeks later, Batman shows up. Mm-hmm. Funny, Kicking that. and punching like a ninja? Kicking and That's punching weird. like a ninja? Yeah, weird. Yeah. Excuse me, a samurai. The ninjas are the bad ones, apparently. Did you, go, did you guys go to school together or something? Mm-hmm. You and Batman, you friends. He's my friend. It's weird that every time you you show up in a very specific like uh, foreign city, like, and it wasn't even Tokyo. It was like some you know, like the third or fourth biggest yeah. city in Japan. That Batman happens to be in that exact city also. Like, yeah, that's it handy. Keeps, keeps happening. Well, I heard and, the I heard the Bruce Wayne was going to Japan, so I hitched a lift. Mm-hmm. I, I'm his I'm his security guard. That's it. <laughs> or or. Maybe uh, his cover story is that they're dating, which is a little humiliating, but it, it gets people off his trail. So, <laughs> I mean, it works. Oh, so, oh, that's so cute, you guys. <laughs> Bruce Wayne uh. seen here with his new boyfriend, Batman. Hello, <laughs> Dick's got to put on the suit. <laughs> no, now we got to kiss. This is gonna get real weird, but uh... I don't want. <laughs> Do we have to? Yes, kiss me <laughs> on the mouth. Uh. Oh. You know, I'm kind of like your son now. This is this is going to a real un- unpleasant place. I don't Batman. care for any of this. <laughs> I'm gonna grow a mullet. <laughs> Good, do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what was your bad thing? Uh, so yeah, uh, Kyrie is an accomplished martial artist who does literally nothing in this story. Yeah, uh, uh, gets kidnapped. She gets kidnapped. Uh, the end. Yeah, like there's a bit where she shows up at Bruce's apartment. Mm-hmm. And I assume she was going to, like, teach him, like, some technique or, like, give him some advice or whatever on how to, like, fight this guy. Yeah, you might know how to beat him 20 years ago, but he's learned things since then. Let me show you. Yeah. But, like, she doesn't do anything. No, she doesn't. It's like you could easily write this this entire episode without her, you know? Yeah. It's just we need, like, we need a prop for uh, to get Batman to uh, yeah Japan. This is fine, I guess. Yeah, no, when the stakes are a person, it's much more important than if it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's barely a person. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's like they make, like, kind of a big deal out of her. Is like she's uh, Sensei's best student and, like, whatever. Like, Well, yeah, because the, the, the secret only gets passed down to, like, the son. And mm-hmm. they say, well, she's like a daughter to him, so maybe he could have passed yeah. it to her or something. But no. But, like, she's no. just nothing. And then she disappears. Like, yep. Just a waste of a character. Yep, I agree. I mean, you know, always nice to hear from a woman, but... I mean, if we had heard something from her, that might have been fine, but, like... Yeah. No, she doesn't say very much. No. She doesn't do very much. Just sort of looks at Batman like, wow, Batman. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, you can fucking throw a kick. Go kick that guy's ass. Now, does... 
I don't know what her personal life is. If she has kids, does this count as a uh, mom's love Batman moment? I mean, she could be a mom someday. Yeah. Well, she could be one now. We don't know. That's true. We don't know how old she is or what her deal is. We don't know anything about her. Uh, I looked her up on uh, the Batman wiki, and apparently she comes back in uh, Batman Beyond. That's very as, cool. Like, I think she trains Terry or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to read too much because I didn't want to get spoiled. But uh, mm. I've seen that show. I just I don't think I put together that she was a character we mm. knew from before. So that's cool. I mean, like this, it's not like she's very memorable. Like, no, she's not. But you know, like before this watch through, I bear, I never, I never remembered either of the ninja episodes unless yeah. you were like, hey, remember that ninja that showed up? And I'd be like, yeah, I don't think I like that one. Right after the werewolf. Yeah. Weird Batman's fighting a lot of very traditional sort of public domain guys. <laughs> and not any of his actual guys. They're all on a break. I guess so. Next week, next week, Batman fights Frankenstein's monster. Oh, boy. And you Frankenstein's mean, uh, monster's dad, Frankenstein. <laughs> you mean um, uh, Milo's monster, probably. Yeah, there you go. That he made for uh, uh, Daggett. There's just a lot of recurring guys in the show that I didn't realize. I want you to make me a Frankenstein monster. Yes, I I'll make that. I'll make you the finest Frankenstein monster you've ever seen, my friend. Mm-hmm. We're not friends, <laughs> and I'm Ed Asner. Yes, he is. <laughs> Who's still alive uh, somehow? Yeah, showed up in something current that I watched like a week or two ago. Baffling. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I'm you know I don't want him to be dead or anything. It's yep. just odd well he was in doom patrol not too long ago oh yeah um so my bad thing so uh, after batman rescues uh uh kairi uh kyoto gets away with the 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 magic scroll or whatever and batman does this super cheesy hands on hips disappointed reaction he mm. might as well have taken off a hat that he happened to be wearing and stomped on it it's so good <laughs> oh yeah that, no it was not good it was terrible that darn ninja Gets me every time. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, at one point, uh, Kyodai uh, uh, blows some dust in Batman's face, and, and your reaction, and also Amanda's, was pocket sand. <laughs> Sha. You see, I don't think that's a ninja technique. I think that's that's a Gribble original. <laughs> I study under all the masters. It's also used in wrestling. <laughs> well, that's probably true. He threw sand in his face. Then he hit mm-hmm. him with a chair. Yeah, that feels about right. These are the two things I remember about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, there's some, I assume, seismologists, like, keeping an eye on the volcano for the third act, and uh, I, I just, every time there's a tremble, I was like, okay, volcano or Godzilla, though? Yeah. It's definitely e- vulnerable to Godzilla attacks. Equally possible, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh, okay, so let's talk about the actual technique, which ends up being in, like, a, a, sort of a, a hard jab in the chest. Yeah. Now, I think this is an urban myth, or maybe I heard it in a different movie or something, but what I have heard, like, for real, mm-hmm. in real life, not just in a, in a you know, fictional setting, is that there's a bone right at the bottom of your ribcage, like at the bottom of your sternum, mm-hmm. that if you hit it with at exactly the right angle, with exactly the right force, it will puncture your lung and kill you. See, I, I believe that just because, like, the human body is just weird enough that that could be true. Yeah, it's because intelligent design is bullshit because mm-hmm. a lot of things evolved and are not practical and are not entirely safe. And yeah. there's some serious flaws. And there could, and to this day, when I heard that as a kid, I, I was fascinated by it. And to this day, I'm always like very scared that like something's going to touch that part of me and like mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like the 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 mid range of my chest, I'm just a little more protective over because I don't want to like accidentally killing touch myself. Yeah, you don't want to punch your chest and it disappears in a crowd. No, I'm no Egyptian magician. Yeah. Come on, that would be Nostromo. <laughs> No, I like, <laughs> I like Batman protect like I like Batman protecting himself by buying a piece of cardboard to shove up his shirt. No, he did the he did the Back to the Future bulletproof vest trick. <laughs> I did read the shredded letter. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the shredded letter didn't. It had the technique on it. Yeah, and I read it. All right. <clears throat> like he does a little bit of detectiveing in here. He uh, he goes to the guy's dojo and sees. Oh well. The practice dummy, like, you kept touching this part over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's where the killing touch is, I like dummy. that a lot. Yeah, no, that was actually you very know. good. Like, Batman, like, in real life, that would be a little cheesy. But for Batman, that's perfect. Oh, yeah, that's total Batman. Like. Yeah. It's it's better than, well, it's better than the last episode where he did nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's better than, like, scribbling on the notepad with the pencil to see what was drawn underneath. I wrote, like, in a, I wrote in an address. Mm-hmm. But the address looks a lot like a drawing of a dick. <laughs> or the or, you address, know. little drawing of a dick, that mm-hmm. cool S. <laughs> I didn't think they knew about that in Japan. <laughs> oh, they invented huh. it in Japan. Oh, wow. And, uh, and of course, you know, finding a matchbook with the name of the place that he's going to. But in this, he couldn't do that because the guy was going to a cave in a volcano <laughs> that doesn't make its own matchbooks. So. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Come to the cave in the volcano. Mm-hmm. The secret one that no one knows about. <laughs> uh, I like uh, watch the, the 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 ninja pulling away the one animated rock. Oh yeah, I mean that's you know anyone who's ever watched any cartoon ever. Yeah, we were talking. We were talking about that or something this week, and I just yep. remembered it. I think we talked about it last week. That yeah. might have been it. Yeah. It's just like if you if your guy's in a long hallway with a row of doors, the one door that's a different color is the one he's going to open. Yep. That's how it works. Uh, I will say the bit where Kyodai kicks uh, Kyrie off the building was some hardcore shit. Like, oh my god! It, am I right that buildings in Japan are a bit taller than they are here? Like, because because it's such a small place with a lot of people, like they have to cram more people in. That wouldn't Is that right? surprise me, but I couldn't tell you one way or the other. In any case, it it was drawn it to sounds look right. Hugely tall. Mm-hmm. Like, not just a five-story building that maybe with her, you know, ninja training, she might have been able to land right. Like, she yeah. was fucked. Oh, yeah. And just, he just hucks her off the side of the, like, just kicks her off. No, it's, it's brutal. Yeah. Like, it was surprising. It, it like, it really surprised me in this kid's cartoon. That, yeah. Like, suddenly, this woman is, like, and I know Batman's going to save her because I know how the show works. But sure. for a second, my subconscious was like, oh, my God, she's going to die. That his save like he grabs her and then just slams into a wall like it's yep. really good like animation like I felt that in my legs just like, oh boy yep like you're you're alive but I have completely dislocated my shoulders and my knees mm-hmm. so uh, well that's it for me I guess yep looks like a cartoon accordion now uh-huh. <laughs> I have Ow. a note here. I have a note here from the scene where they're trying to figure out where the killing touch is, where it's just like, could could it be on the butt? <laughs> they're just they're stretching out the scene where he's talking to the sensei about like <laughs> it, it could be on the shoulder, it could be on the leg. It's like, okay, this is clearly building to a joke, right? <laughs> Would you touch him on the butt? Mm-hmm. Is it is that it? Is it a butt kill? Is it the butt kill? Mm-hmm. Is there a nerve in the butt? <laughs> 
scientists never studied the butt because they were always too uncomfortable. But you can tell that's me where it is. Uh huh. Tell me about re- the butt. Uh, what else? Uh, I do not have a lot of notes for this episode. No, that's about all I have too. Yeah. Bruce Tim directed this one, and you can tell like the action it looks stuff gorgeous. Is, uh, there's some Except there's the some weird there's some weird animation on the faces. Yeah, like the bodies are all very good, and because Amanda was like, the animation in this one is great. I'm like, mm. no, it isn't. And we realized we were looking at two different parts of the animation, and I'm yeah. guessing different teams must have handled different. They parts must. Of it. The fight scenes in this are so beautiful and like fluid. Yeah. Like there are bits like of someone... this where I thought where I th- I thought it was rotoscoped. Like, yeah, no, it, it's either someone studied actual martial arts technique or martial arts movies. But either mm-hmm. way, it looked like if you watch a Bruce Lee movie or some you know some movie where the 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 people doing it are very competent, like just in cartoon form, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, anything else? Yeah, that's everything I got. Uh, do you have a quote? Shot at, I don't actually have a quote this week. That's okay. I couldn't find no. anything. That's uh, fine. But yeah, good episode. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I wish it had it, there had been a little more space between this one and the previous one. Just like give me give me a minute to forget yeah. Kyodai and then say, oh right, Kyodai. Yeah, but, give this guy some room to sort of breathe. Yeah, exactly. But that's okay. It was still good. And yeah, I liked an episode about a ninja and one about a samurai, which is not something typical yeah. for me. Who would have so, known? Good job. Yeah, S- still don't like werewolves though. That's fine. I'm never gonna, Matt. I'm just Listen, never gonna. I am not the one who's gonna force you to like werewolves. Yeah, I, I'm well aware of this. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for this time. Yeah. Uh, next time, we are covering Terror in the Sky, which I do not remember, and an incredibly classic episode, Almost Got Him, and I'm amazed that none of our regular guests asked yeah, no to be on for on this that one. one. Like, that is one of, if you say Batman the Animated Series to someone who hasn't thought about it in a while, that's one of the episodes they'll remember. It's so good. Yeah, it's very good. It's like Mr. Freeze and then maybe a Joker episode in that one, you yeah. know, but whatever. Um, So if you want to write to us, we are doing a mail episode very soon. We would mm. love to hear from you. It is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Uh, our website is kidslovebatman.com. We are on Twitter at Algar at Robot Matt. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See ya, folks. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.